Uh, um, okay. I'm trying to figure out the order because they're like a lot of ads in Sensei. We rate the dads. 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 Hello and welcome to We Rate the Dads. I'm Danny. I'm Julia, and today we are going to talk about some dads. We're going to rate them on our scale. Of rating, like there's a four point scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, flatliners, uh, any dads that we don't really know anything about. Um, we are have got then just no dads. These are the worst dads. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, then we've got um, complex. As Daniel likes to say, they should read a parenting book yes. because you know they're kind of doing some good things and they're kind of screwing up. There's an intention there to to try and do the best, but maybe they're like not. They're not achieving it. Yeah, exactly. And then there's uh, Ballad Dads who are like... Pretty good. Well, I would say also sometimes they don't always achieve. They're not perfect. Ballad Dads aren't always going to get it right. Mm. But there's like an understanding, maybe a basic understanding of like their children or their own person. Yeah. Like, you get the sense that their kids are probably not going to grow up with issues related to their dads. No. They might have other issues, but not dad related. Anyway, yeah, so uh, this week we are going to do um, two different, uh, well, I'm going to do a TV show and Danny's going to do a movie, so I'm going to cover the dad's swap from sense um, which, if you don't know it, is a, a Netflix drama directed by the Wachowski sisters, um, and it's like kind of a sort of science fiction-y kind of yes. modern day thing. Are um, they doing a movie? Uh, no, I, they, it got cancelled after two seasons. Well, they, they knew it was going to be. Isn't Netflix doing a movie? I didn't think so. I thought there was. I thought one of them was doing it. One of the Wachowskis. Okay. I have not heard this. Mm, not up to date. Not up to date. The, the second season, like, the, the first episode of that was, like, two hours long. No, I think they were doing a movie. I can't Google it because it's blocking it on the phone. Um, I'll, I, I will Google it in a second. Julie I'll will put it in, edit something in. Probably. I always say that and then I, like, never do. Never do. do. Yeah. Never do it. I, this is an exercise for the reader. Please go and Google if they're doing a Sensei movie. I'm pretty sure they are. They've talked about it in, um... Actually, this might be ages ago. Maybe they have cancelled it since then? I don't know. The, um... The, like, the two seasons basically wrapped up the story. Like, I really enjoyed this show. I think it's really good, but... Obviously, that that you could tell the plan it was, also was very to expensive be... because they yeah. were shooting in actual locations, so on yeah. green screen. So they were traveling around the world with their cast and crew, yeah. which I imagine was incredibly expensive. They're not like going to a different street in Toronto, Canada, and saying, "Oh, this is Sweden." They were just like, "We're going to Sweden." We're going to Sweden. I don't think anything happens in Sweden. Sure, yeah, Iceland. I- yeah, they've got like Iceland, uh, Seoul in Korea. Um, they go to. Uh, like Mexico, lots of different places in America. Lots of they need for that. Lots of uh, flying equipment. Kenya. Yeah, like they go like shorts. all over the place. Um, and uh, yeah, and India as well. Like lots of different places. So expensive. Um, but you could tell like when you're watching it that, especially in the second season, that there was an intention that it was going to be longer, and so they wrapped up things a little bit in a rush way at the end. But other than that, definitely recommend if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, 
Okay, so like in terms of dads in this, this is there's a lot of dads because there's a lot of characters. The whole premise is that there are these sensates, they're people who can um, communicate with each other across like different distances and like experience what the other person is experiencing um, and share like thoughts and feelings and stuff. Ugh. Uh, I know. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Feelings. Oh, I'm just sharing with people. Ugh. Ugh. Um, and there's like they're always coming in groups of eight. And... I'm a cat. I like to be alone. Yes. That's why you're a cat on our thing. Yes. Yes. That's why we can real life, Jules. Uh, oh, yes, of about? course. The black fluffy I'm speaking a cat, cat that's sit- sitting next to me right now. Who's the mayor of London briefly? <laughs> <laughs> Did a bad job of Bojo, let's be honest. Mm. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, so there's all eight characters, like the, the main characters. You learn a bit about their family and like their background. So there's there's quite a lot of dads related to them, and they're all interlinked with each other. And then there's like some other dads that are kind of either in the side of the story or they're like the main antagonist is a dad as well. So that <gasps> kind of plays a role in it. A bad dad. He he yeah. So he he's called Whispers. Should we do him first? Yeah, we'll do him first. He's he. How on a scale of one to Thanos? How bad is he? Uh, like a like a like a naught point. Two? He's not that bad. Okay. Like, he's just... He's a bad guy. Is he more in the realm of what's-his-face from Good Girls? Um, kind of. Uh, Who's with R? uh, Rio. Rio. Yes. You or something like that. Um, Because he's a good dad, but he's a bad guy, and that affects his ability to parent because he's doing schemes. Yes, but it, it... plays out much more for him than it does for Rio because like during especially the second season um you see more of like his background and his front life because in the first season he's just like oh it's mysterious whispers Ooh. who's like coming after the sensates because he's like got a vendetta against them and he wants to destroy them even though he's one himself is whispers a coat name or is it the actual name no his, he's got an actual name but they everybody just calls him whispers throughout the whole thing because okay. I think for ages they don't know his real I identity I shall name you whispers He's really creepy. Whispers, whispers Baker, the Whispers mm-hmm. Baker, <laughs> um, and it's a very like a Puritan name, Whispers. I think it's because he can get inside their heads. Oh. And he's like the Whispers in the dark. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, but like if that was an actual real name, it'd be very yes, Puritan. Yes, uh, yeah, probably would be. Um, so in the second season. Because they, they, he can get inside their heads. Once he, like, sees them face-to-face, he can, like, find them wherever they are. Find them these things, yeah. Um, and in the second season, but, like, they open that back up and kind of go back to where he is. And they, like, start trying to spy on his life without, like, him realising that they're there. Mm. So that they can figure out who he is and, like, basically hunt him down and stop him from oh, is hurting so them. He can get into their head, but they can also get into theirs. Yes. Yeah. It, like, works both ways. Oh, I see. Um, and he takes these, like blocking medication to stop people spying on himself but like every now and then it like starts to wear out before he takes the next one and then he can like so he can't spy on people when he is taking the blocking medication Mm. but he's like if he wants to spy on somebody he'll like stop it deliberately but if he what's the what's the lag time in that because like with ibuprofen it takes four hours to get out of your system maybe more they don't really go into that level i have no idea um and you find out that, like, he's constantly... Cats should not have ibuprofen. I only know this because it says so on the box. It's very bad for us. <laughs> okay, great. 
Am I going to be able to get to the point yet? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so basically his wife is going to divorce him and take his family away because, the like, he's so busy with his, like, obsessive work oh. and, like, all of that. And he doesn't really, he's not very open with them about what he does either, so... I experiment on weird genetic mutations of the human race or yeah. weird, weird, oh, subsection. And I lobotomize them and turn them into weird, like, mind control monsters that I can use to kill other people. Oh. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Um, in the first season, one of the main uh, characters from the that group of eight, Nomi, <laughs> she gets, like, caught by the organisation that he works for really, really early on when she first starts to develop this, this skill. Mm. Um, and they're, like, trying to convince her that she's got, like, some kind of brain tumour or, like, brain damage. Um, and that she needs to have this operation oh. that's going to, like, basically, like, lobotomise her. And really, they're going to just turn her into this, like zombie person but she gets out that's fine anyway so yeah whispers i would say like he strays into just no territory even though it seems like he does love his kids he just he cannot give up his like crusade okay even for them i see so he's he um he's not uh putting his children's needs before his mm. crusade I yes understand. and i would imagine that also if his, one of his kids turns out to be a sensei he'd probably mm. he'd probably turn against them as well so he's not like what's his face in uh heroes this is an old callback uh, where oh God, his daughter ages. his daughter gets in he's like everybody else can die except my daughter you know yeah. like we'll we'll crack we'll capture the rest mm. of them but- I'm, i mean it doesn't actually come up in the plot of the show so you wouldn't be sure but i get the feeling that he probably okay. would um yeah anyway all right so then in terms of the main characters the eight main characters there's uh riley who is icelandic but she's living in london this is the blonde lady blonde lady yeah with the blue streak in her hair her name is Riley Blue, and she like is a DJ, and that's like how she, that's like her name she is dresses, known by. She dresses like um, like a goth elf. Yes, like a goth elf. That's yes. the word I was looking for. I was gonna say teenager, but you're right. <laughs> it's like floaty black things and like stuff that is really clearly like inappropriate by Sunday. Either been punched in the face, or she didn't get her makeup off, her mascara off the night mm. before, and it's all kind of there. That that's also true. That is part of her aesthetic. Okay, and then there's Will Gorski, who is a uh, police officer in oh. America. Serial brand. Cereal. Yeah, he is a serial brand, and also, like, the, the, when I was first watching this show, this was, like, right, like, in the middle of, like, August or something. No, maybe it's a bit later than that. But it was still very, like... It would have been later of, than that. It would have been early September. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, like... I don't, American police officers, like, just in general, it's kind of a weird subject at the moment, and so it's really strange to be watching a show where, like, one of the main characters is one, and they're kind of, like, the good guy, you know? It was a bit weird. Sure. Um, there's Wolfgang, who I can't remember the last name of, oh no, Wolfgang Bogdanor. Yeah, but I keep wanting to say Wolfgang and Mozart, and I'm like, no, definitely not. Um. What does Wolfgang mean? I don't know, something presumably about wolves? Look up. No. Um, and then there is Caffius. I don't know what his last name is. Um, oh, I didn't say where Wolfgang is. Wolfgang lives in Berlin, and he's in like organized crime. Um, and then Caffius is a bus driver um, in Kenya, yeah. and then he later becomes a politician later on in the oh. show. Um, and then there is uh, Sun Bak, who lives in Korea, and at the beginning she's like working for her dad's company and then it goes to jail this is the whole thing i will get into it 
uh, Lido Rodriguez, who's like an actor in Mexico. Um, oh, there's Carla. I also don't know what her last name is. And Carlisle? Neither- Carla. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not like Carlisle and Twilight. No. I was like, what? We should do Twilight. We should do Twilight. <gasps> I have to show you this thing. Galaxy thing. I have to show you this thing. Doesn't matter. Move on. Right, moving on. Right, anyway, yeah. So Maybe I'll do that next episode. Yes, perfect. Yes, I like that. Okay. We'll just be like, they're both, but the thing is that they're all going to be valid, apart from, I think, yeah. Should we, should we leave that until okay. then? Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, so uh, Kala, she uh, lives in India oh. uh, with her family, and then she gets married. Miss Horny on Main. Yes, Miss Horny on Main. And then there's Nomi, who I also don't know the last name of. I really should have written all of these down, but I've just got the first names. Sorry. Um, and so some of them, their dads are flatliners, so I'm just going to get them totally out of the way, and then we'll actually talk about the relevant ones. So, Cassius's dad, he died before the show started, like, when he was a kid, not really that touched on as super important at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say flatliner. He seems to be, he, from what I briefly saw over the show, which was maybe all of three episodes... Mm-hmm stuck together yeah. like that would be a cumulative time uh is he more is he more like in touch or more attuned to his mom yeah because he still lives with his close, mom close with his mom um she's uh she's got aids and uh he's trying to get her medication and that like drives his whole plot um and they're like really close it's it's a really sweet relationship but unfortunately not in the purview of this podcast so you're gonna have a special yeah. though we'll we'll, we'll have a mom special maybe we'll put her in it because she's really cool mm. um and then there's Lito's dad not in at all. <gasps> These are my favourite. <laughs> this is the one thing that Danny said to me, like, when I told her I was watching this show. This is the only thing she knew about it, and it was, like, the same episode. It was, like, five minutes later that thing oh, came on. So great. Oh, like, yay. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, like, again, he's got a relationship with his mom that features in the show, but not his dad, so that mm-hmm. line and gone. And then Nomi's dad, sort of not really in it. Like, it's not like he's dead or disappeared or anything, but, again, the, the thing that... isn't there. It revolves around her mum, who's, like, a complete transphobe and horrible, Uh-oh. generally not great. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, like, I'm kind of tempted to pull her dad a flatliner, but I'm also, like, he's still married to your mum and he's still in a relationship that, that he could have done something about this, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or been more supportive, rather than just, like, letting her come forward and take over, like, the family's kind of dynamic with Nomi. Oh, so, I mean, I might kind of put him down as, like, a mini Just Snow. Like, we don't really see that much of him, but he's definitely... His absence can speak volumes. Exactly. Like, um, uh, what's his name? Caiaphas? Caiaphas. Car- Caiaphas. Um, his dad is dead, which is why he's not in it. Not yeah. That line. This guy is choosing to be absent. Exactly. Not in the effort. Okay, I see. Mm, yeah. Okay, and so then, like, the more important ones, like, story-wise, are, like, Wolfgang's dad, he's, like, the worst, so let's just get that out there already. Uh, So Wolfgang is, like, he grows up in this crime family, and his dad's, like, really aggressive and, like, super toxic masculinity, hyper-violence kind of dude. Okay. Um, and, like, regularly beats Will's mom, uh, Will's? Mm. Wolfgang's mom, and him, and, like, tells him, to like, he has to be tough, and, like, the only things that he should want in life are, like, drinking and fucking and fighting for more, basically. Um, which is, like... There are only two emotions, horny and rage. Yes, Everything basically. else is for girls. Horny and rage and, like, 
drinking beer. Girls suck. Um, and that's how it's me impersonating Wolfgang's dad. Yeah, yeah, basically. Is it pretty good? That wasn't really what it sounded like at all, but um, it was more. I was trying to. You were you were getting some of the vibe of it. Okay, good. Um. I have never seen the show, so how would I know what he sounds like? Or just touch through a terrible German accent. <laughs> I, the the listeners should note that at this moment, Danny has some some hair like what trying to cross her face to I be a mustache. Her tail. Okay, her tail is trying to cross her face to be a mustache, so it should help with this like impersonation. Yeah. Um, and then you find out that uh, Wolfgang's mom is like his stepsister, and that Wolfgang's dad married this lady, and then rape this lady's daughter that they live with her and then like forced her into a relationship with and her mom likes him to have disappeared uh, so yeah great fun and then Wolfgang murders him and I'm like well, yeah. totally valid yeah um he like strangles him with like an extension cord plug or something and then Jesus and then he puts his his body in his car and sets on fire I would just say we just don't need to go into this anymore he's just no yeah he's just no yeah but oh. like this seems to overhang his life a lot as well after this, because this is, this is when Wolfgang is, like, a teenager, mm-hmm. that he murders his dad. This is, oh. like, when he's a kid. Wow. Um, and, but, like, his, at the beginning, his life is still dominated by, like, his uncle and whatever. Yeah, so he's just now. Um, then we've got um, Will's dad, who, who is kind of in it a bit. And I really don't like him, but I think in terms of dadding, I probably have to put da- him down as complex. Okay. Because he clearly really cares about Will. Yep. But I don't think he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's also in the police, and that's the reason why Will wanted to become a cop. Mm-hmm. But also, when Will was a kid, he was, like, kind of rebellious and used to get, like, his dad, I think, even had to, like, not necessarily, like, actually arrest him once, but, like, definitely, like, take him away in handcuffs because he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out that... Um, the reason that he's not in the police force anymore now that Will's joined is because he got shot on like a thing, um, and he basically got like not like fired, but like you're like not medically fit to do this anymore. Okay, got he got medical retirement. Yeah, um, and he's like kind of drinking his life away, and he's miserable that he oh. can't do his own job, oh. which is sad. And yeah. like it, but it's clear that he's still trying to be there for Will because they like meet up and stuff, but also. In the first episode, mm-hmm. Will saves this this black kid who's been like they turn up at this place where there's supposedly been some crime reported. Him and his partner, and the kid's there like bleeding out. He's been shot, and clearly whatever's happened is over. Mm. And Will's like, "Oh, okay, we need to take him to the hospital." Mm. And he eventually does, and like, but he has to, like persuade the people to like take him in because they apparently didn't take gunshot victims anymore because there's been so many in that area, like full of poverty and crime. And everybody on the police force, including his dad, like, disagrees with his decision on the basis that what if that kid grows up to, like, shoot one of us? Oh. And I was just... This really, like, coloured my opinion of, like, this guy in the first episode. Yeah. So probably, like, uh, my view of his dadding is uh, well, somewhat... Well, Will is, Will is an adult at this point. Yeah, he so is So he's adult. doing minimal dadding, really. He is doing minimal dadding at that point, but that was just, like, it kind of made it's me just like his character. character. Also, he'd, he'd get shot. I would, I think that that's going to colour your view of everything going forward. Like, he, I mean, he's probably not doing therapy. He really does need to be doing therapy. He, he really sounds like he really needs to be doing therapy to deal with his trauma, because it sounds like 
him being shot, now he's catastrophizing everything that's going to yeah. lead to other people getting shot. Yeah. Worst case scenario all of the time, you know? Mm. Yeah. And then later on, like, Will has to go into hiding to protect himself and the other group the sensates from Whispers because he's the one that Whispers sees. So he's the one that Whispers can get inside the head of. Okay. Um, and so, like... His dad's all by himself, and, like, he clearly, like, goes down the drain quite a lot, mm. but still, like, really misses him. Yeah. And they managed to have, like, one phone conversation, I think. Um, but it's really sad. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, they clearly care about each other a lot, so. So maybe, maybe complex. He, I would, I would he was complex. probably a good dad, but needs to do some, he's having some issues, and he needs to stop, mm. he's letting it affect his relationship. Yeah. With his child. Now we have good dads. Okay. Okay. Gunner, Riley's dad, okay. super chill, and I love him. Um, so he's this Icelandic pianist, oh, yes, and he's like plays in concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you do get flashbacks of Riley's childhood, it's clear that they were like really nice family, and they cared about each other. But her mum died when she was young, mm-hmm. and then it, she has this like horrible, tragic car accident, which I don't know if I want to go into. Mm-hmm. But basically, leaves Iceland after that point. Um, and she doesn't want to stay there anymore. Like, too many bad memories. But her dad, I think, is still really supportive of her, even if she's, like, in a different country. He, like, follows her DJ career and, like, is... He always wants her to come back and to see her. Mm. But um, that never happens until the whole sensate thing starts to happen and she is trying to find answers and figure out what's going on. So she goes home to speak to him. Um... And, like, then you get kind of, like, her her whole backstory from there. But there's this one moment where, like, you can see that they're very, very similar people because they go, they're going to this concert that he's just about to do, like, kind of, like, how she would go do a DJ thing. And, like, he's standing around hanging out with all of his, like, musician mates and they're all, like, drinking on the terrace and basically, like, you know, oh, who wants the marijuana? Um, and she's like, oh, I've got better drugs. And, like... This is kind of a weird interaction with having with your parents, but I guess it shows that you're on the same wavelength mm. and that you appreciate the same things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then later on, again, when Will's in hiding, he helps them out by, like, shipping them over Icelandic stuff so that um, Whispers thinks they're in Iceland because it's like he's looking around Will's room when he's visiting his brain. Yeah. And he can see these, like, things that he thinks are, like, he goes to research them and they can, like, only be born in Iceland. So he assumes they're in Iceland or they've actually gone somewhere else. Okay. So, like, he knows about the whole thing and he's trying to help them out, which is nice. Mm. Um, and then there's uh, Carla's dad. Uh, I'm going to probably butcher this name. I think okay. it's Sanyam. Um, and he's a chef. And he's also really supportive. And he's there a lot more, I think, than the others because most of the other members of Sensei have, like, moved out from their parents and they're living on their own and stuff, uh, but she's still living with her family at the beginning of thing. And he's trying to help her through this whole crisis of, like, does she want to marry this guy that she's kind of engaged to that everybody thinks is great, who's, like, rich and funny and nice and really loves her, and she's like, oh, I don't really like him. Mm. And he's, like, very supportive of her, and he's like, you'll know what the right thing is to do. You've got to kind of, like, trust yourself and, like... You can always, like, come back here if you need to, like, any time, whatever. Um, and also makes some really nice food. Nice. So. Sounds like a good ballad. Yes, definitely valid. And then the last one 
who I think is kind of probably the most important in terms of plot-wise, because okay. the rest are just kind of like relationships that these people have with their family, but not really driving the plot. Yes. Is um, Sun's dad. And Sun lives in Seoul, and she works for her dad. Um, he's called Kang Day um, in their company, the back company, that's the name of them. And um, it turns out that her brother's been like embezzling a bunch of money. Uh-oh. And um, like trying to hide it. And, uh, like, they end up having this this meeting and they all come together and, like, Sun's like, I have, like, a solution. And basically it's like, I'll admit to this. Oh, boy. And then you guys, because nobody really knows me, I'm not really the face of the company, you and Dad are. Um, And then I'll go to jail and you guys can pick it up from there and, like, distance yourself from it and then I'll save the company or whatever. And you're like, oh, sweetie, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yeah, and also, like, her dad kind of goes along with this. And her brother, like, asks her to do it, and so she does. Because I think she really, like, wants to keep, I guess, like, the family name and to look after her brother and her dad. Because it kind of seems like, especially her brother. Her brother does not know how to look after himself. He, like, doesn't know how to be actual. He's actually fuck up. Yeah, um, but with too much money so that he never really has to deal with any of his fuck-ups, you know? Um, and, like, her dad hasn't been supportive of the things that she liked in her life because she really likes fighting and taekwondo and, like, martial arts. And she would have to go and do her competitions under another name because he didn't want their, like, family name associated with it. Yeah. Um, and... So she kind of, I guess, feels like she can't really do anything that she wants to do, so she might as well do this. And so she ends up going to prison for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, her dad comes to visit her, and he's like, okay, I actually had a change of heart. I realised that this is a really bad idea to like let you take the fall um, for your brother, and he's still kind of a fuck-up anyway, so well, like so the only useful member of the not, family is in the, in jail, yeah. basically. Not getting consequences for actions means you don't learn. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he kind of like has like a last minute kind of change of heart compared mm-hmm. to like all of the stuff that happened beforehand. Yes. But this drives a lot of the plot because a lot of it is the, like the rest of the sensei trying to help Sun get out of jail. Oh, um, and there's like this whole breakout scene where they they have where like different people are kind of like helping her out with different things. Like she almost gets murdered in jail, basically. Um, because after her dad comes to confess this and he says he's going to go to the lawyers and like make a statement and they're going to like arrest her brother mm. her brother finds out about this and murders him I figured so and then he wants to try and murder her because she's now like I'm going to fight this I'm going to and I'm going to try and convince people that you did this as well as murdering our dad and all of this stuff that you seem to have just been getting away with um, and so he like hires some people to like get in and kill her and there's this whole scene where they're like trying to break her out um, and, like, a whole bit of, like, the first season's plot is based on her basically being a fugitive and, like, yeah. try to hide from the law and, and clear her name. Cool. And also she meets a really cool detective. Okay. So, there we go. Um, I think that's, like, all of the most important dads. There are some other, like, side ones, but I don't think we really want to go into all that detail. Because no. that's the main ones. Main ones. Yeah. But anyway, I think I would say, uh, King Day Back, probably, probably just no, honestly. Oh, Even yes. the last... Yeah. Even the last minute change of heart, like, yeah. not enough. Um, so for my one, I watched a movie called Knocked Up, which is very old. I think it came out, like, 2008 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. Uh, there are a couple of dads in it. There's Paul Rudd, whose name I don't remember. I will say, I think he's probably complex 
or because he's very good with his kid, like he has fun and stuff. Um, but he also is doing this thing where he's like lying to his wife about where he is. He can go spend time with his friends. Like he's saying he's got a work thing. Or he wants mm-hmm. to go to the cinema and he wants to go do fantasy baseball league, whatever. Or he wants to go to the cinema by himself. And you're like, everybody needs a break from their kids. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But don't like lie to your wife about it. Yeah. Like, you know, be like, hey, I need a break. And then when she needs a break, she can be like, hey, I need a break. And then you can look after the kids from yeah. there, you know? Just be honest about it as well. And that's that's going to cause so many problems. It's supposed to be so many problems. But I think overall, I think he's a pretty good dad. He seems like he has he has good fun with his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would put him down as complex. Yeah. He seems like a, like, a, like a perfectly, he's not written to be the best dad in the world. He's written to be like a guy who's, you know, just doing his best. I have seen this movie once, but it was a long time ago. Apart from, like, the last 20 minutes that I saw today when Daniel was watching it. Oh, Um, yes. So we have Ben, who's the guy who knocks up What's-Her-Face. Played by What's-Her-Face. Yeah, Yeah, What's-Her-Face. I don't remember. Uh, I would say he's probably... I mean, we don't see him do a lot of fathering because the child is unborn. And for a lot of the movie, he's, he's putting in some effort, but it seems to be, like... It, like he 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 he's like oh I'll respect whatever your decision is I'm like good job, good job mm-hmm. you got to do it. that's well done, and then he proposes to what's the face I don't because he thinks that that's what she wants him to do and it's like no sweetie you should propose to somebody if you want to marry them yeah don't do stuff that you think the other person wants you to do it's bad, um, he seems like he. Like, apart from that, he doesn't really make that many decisions until near the end. No. He's kind of, like, putting it all on her to be the responsible one and to know what to do. And he'll well, I think he's kind going of, along with it, but, but he's not making yeah. any active decisions. Exactly. Like, he's going along with somebody else. And that puts a lot of pressure on somebody else to be yeah, I think so. in um, charge. Yeah, and he's, like, I mean, he didn't read any of the baby books um, until she confronted him about it and he was all bad. Which, mm. you know, I think he was afraid. And that's perfectly fine to be afraid. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, it's like... You can either stay being afraid and not do anything about it. Not be part of your child's life or or, or sack it up and, um, you know, try to read a baby book. Mm. And it won't be as bad as you think. Yeah. Like, you've got to just confront that. Yeah, and he he sort of, he deals with the doctor, like, when she's having a freak out. She's like, I don't want any pain meds. And the doctor's like, look, it's my job to get the baby out safely. Mm. Um... So you have to listen to me because I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to make this a bad experience for you. I am literally trying to keep you alive. And she's like, no, I don't want the epidural. And then later on, she's like, oh, I want the epidural. And you're like, you silly bitch. <laughs> Always get the epidural, unless you want a natural birth. But like, also know what you're getting into with a natural birth. I yeah. don't think she read anything about it or like watched any videos. Yeah. Maybe for a second trial, after yeah. you kind of vaguely know what to expect. Yeah, it could work. I don't know. Uh, so I think it's pretty good. I think we saw a significant improvement. Mm. I would say, like, cost the valid complex. Yeah. I think he still has a way to go, uh, but I think he is putting in some real effort. He, he's getting the growth in before the trial even arrives, yeah. which so is, like, great. the right time to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's the right time to do that. I think he, I think, yeah, I think he put in a lot of effort and a lot mm. of growth and just mm. got to a really good place. That means yeah. that we didn't see him do any actual children, child child rearing, so I re- don't want to give him too good a score. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you, you get, like, a tiny glimpse at the end where they're, like, taking their baby home, and he's, like... You see him playing in the park mm-hmm. as well afterwards, and it's cute and stuff, so yeah. the child is alive. They didn't murder each other when it was screaming every night, you know? Yeah. And they, um... 
and like he gets a, a new apartment so yeah. they've got space to live and stuff and yeah. so you can tell he's like he's he turned that corner he turned the corner yeah and the last one we have is his dad who um who seems to be like okay I, I would say complex like he told his son don't smoke pot and then he's apparently smoking pot for all of his child's life and then the, uh, he found out and found out it's like do as I say not as I do yeah kind of dad like, yeah and then he's like, why did you tell me it would all work out or whatever? And um, they have a bit of a fight when um, Ben and what's the face have a bit of a spat. Um, yeah. So he rings his dad and he's like, why didn't you tell me it was going to be okay? Blah, 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 blah. Um, mm. His dad's like, well, it's not the show. Why do you, whatever. And you're like, yeah. Was, he does start to tell him, like, it's it's not going to be okay, basically, until you, you start taking responsibility for yeah. things. Like, you, you're you blaming me for this, basically, yeah, it's when your, it's... It's your problem. problem. I just yeah. try to give you the best advice I could. Yeah. So I would say he's pretty, I would say he's oh, valid, valid complex again. Mm. We had CX or Flatliner. We didn't really see anything. Yeah. I mean, he does say, like, at the beginning of that conversation, I've been divorced three times. Why did you listen to me? Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, yep, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he could probably, I think he gave maybe some good advice on parenting, but not good advice on being a partner. Yeah. Not the relationship two advice. Things. Yeah. Um, so I would put maybe put him down as flatliner, but maybe valid. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think that's fair. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we will be back again soon, hopefully, with another episode. And in the meantime, if you want to talk to us, uh, we have email at weratethedads at gmail.com, yeah. or you can tweet at us at weratethedads, or like leave a review or something. That would be cool. Bye. Bye.